0: Welcome back to another podcast episode. Thank you for being here. I thank you for being you. I thank you for showing up. Um, so me and my friend kind of got into a little bit of disagreement where there was some emotions entangled, as we are humans and we have emotions. And um, anyhow, just doing some reflecting. I just wanted to show my humanness in here. Um, first thing was when we get into disagreements with people. We can either let ourselves spiral, which often sometimes is what we have to do. That's what we learn from. And I spend so much time beginning arguments, talking shit, and not getting me anywhere. Um, sometimes it does, because later I'll feel shameful for talking shit. <laughs> and then I'll be like, oh, well, I hope people aren't talking crap about me. And then I'll be like, hmm, like whatever I'm going to throw out into the universe might be what I get hit back in the face with. So, that's one point. Um, And sometimes when I make these, I'm scared of people that are close to me listening because I'm like, I don't want them to feel any kind of indifference about me when I talk about these things. Um, But that's just another perception of myself. Um, Often what we think that other people are thinking about us is often just what we're thinking about ourselves and their mind can be entirely somewhere else. Um, also I'm really tired but I suddenly had an energy spurt and I kind of wanted to make this let's see how far we can get without me falling asleep Um, first off something that I'm learning is anger and my friend is we've been talking a lot about like okay I'm not an angry person because I grew up with my father screaming at me and my mother screaming at me and my younger sibling yelling at me and one of my older siblings yelling at me all I know is being yelled at and I've never been offered a chance of okay, tell me your perspective. It's always been, it's always just been yelling. I can't, I'm not even going to put any more narrative to that. And so I've been speaking out loud. I'm just like, yeah, I want to learn how to be angry. But really I don't. I never want to be angry. The more that I say that out loud, the more I catch myself every single time saying, I really don't ever want to be that. I do want to find a sacred rage. I was listening to an Aubrey Marcus podcast for the past two days and I might be talking about that in another episode I might publish. Um, and there's sacred rage. And to me, what I interpreted sacred rage is it's liberating. It doesn't hurt anybody. And it's plastered in a challenge. And it's a fiery passion. Notice all those words. It's a challenge. A fiery passion. Um, and it's a liberation. That is sacred rage. It's never... Yelling at somebody and projecting your these heavy, dense feelings onto somebody else—it's taking that ball of energy and putting it into something else. Like sacred rage can be sprinting so fast that you feel your heart almost burst out of your chest. That could be sacred rage. For me, sacred rage feels like fire, and I'll feel it in like my solar plexus or like right in my rib cage, in my tummy, and. One time I was writing out in my journal, I was like, where's this feeling? And I found out it was it was anger. It was disappointment, but it was anger. And anger is just a hard callus outside of deep sadness that you need to grieve and mourn. That you didn't get a chance to, that it's just built up into this callus of what anger is. So you lash out in that manner. And so I'm just like, for me, I cry. shit ton like I think this past two weeks I've cried probably 10 days yeah like even today I cried a little bit and I love I well there's nothing wrong with being angry I can't shame anybody for being angry because that's what they've had to do to survive me though I think I've kind of trained myself that I never want to be in this yelling space because I It's, like, the same thing, like, when you're hurt as a kid, you never want anybody to feel that hurt. When you're hurt so deeply, you never want anybody to feel that hurt, so you become super, super kind. Or sometimes people are so hurt that they don't have the option to be kind, they just have to be just as mean as people that hurt them. So it's kind of, like, two forks in the road. like, what are you going to choose? And, again, there's no shame around either it's somebody's own cards that they're dealt. And so, excuse me. Um... I was just like writing out all these things that I was angry for. And in my head, I wanted to say like, fuck you. I felt like this such deep burn in my stomach. And you know, when like you cry and your whole stomach shakes. I was feeling all of that, like just so much. I wanted to punch. I wanted to kick. I wanted to push somebody down the stairs. All these like really, really dense, scary feelings were coming up. And then that night I was burning some... um, what do I want to call it, incense, and um, a piece of it fell off and burned my hand. Previously, I asked the fire, I was like, what do you want to show me? And they were like, passion, like this fire, this fireiness, this, you know, just this feeling of burning flame, like ignite, the word ignite, came burn came and that piece fell off and burned my hand and at first it burned so effing bad i was like oh shit and then i was like oh my god that's kind of like a release like it actually felt really really good to release that that the anger it touched me and then it was gone and that felt to me like sacred rage and i i'm sure there's more things that are going to unravel the more that i learn about sacred rage because once you open something up that more of that's going to be filtered into your life um, because you're now looking for the word and or the words. So anyhow, tapping into sacred rage and not being a person that needs to be angry. I don't want to be angry. Sometimes I get frustrated that people don't show all their emotions and I notice like... I've talked to some of my friends like, oh, our one friend, they don't show anger and that kind of frustrates me. But I'm realizing I don't want them to be angry at me. <laughs> I don't want them to yell at me. I want them to just show their passion, their burning passion towards something and then let out their anger in a in a way of screaming when we're on the mountaintops. Or, you know, pounding their fists on the floor and having a tantrum like a child. That's my way of I of embodying that sacred rage it's not putting it towards anybody but it's putting it into something liberating and expansive oh that's another word i have to write down sacred rage is expansive hold on beautiful i wrote that in my journal um because Anger is annoyance. It's a hard shell on the outside of sadness. Like I said, it's a protection mechanism, and it's anxiety. When we're angry, it's because we don't want anybody to see the soft side of us. I just realized my phone is like not by my face. I hope you could hear that. Um, because I'm not using my microphone right this minute. It's also ang- like anxiety. Like my mom, and my dad are never like, oh, I'm never anxious, but literally <laughs> they yell all the effing time. Therefore, they're anxious. That is anxiety right there anger and annoyance is anxiety because your inner compass is being questioned what you know is your survivability is being questioned so that pisses you the fuck off because somebody's questioning you that's a lot of people they don't talk to anybody because they hate being questioned they never want their inner compass to be questioned because that means their whole reality is going to fall on the fucking floor and human emotions are so fascinating to know and witness and it's most interesting to be witnessed from yourself and to accept all that is and all that will be an ever perpetual ever ebbing version of who you are and right now talking about anger though I actually feel a lot of love and I kind of want to like break down a little bit like when I was writing down on my journal like to not reflect back onto my friend like frustration but I just wanted to like I just kind of shut down came downstairs and just started journaling I was like all these limiting beliefs I have of her I don't want to have I take all of this I wrote it all down and then I said I take it all in with love and I release it like put a pink bubble around all of these like hatred words like all these spiraling feelings and I put them in this pink bubble and I released it like a balloon floating off into the atmosphere and I felt a lot better just instead of letting my mind spiral just writing them down in tangible words I can read back to myself and being like I don't really feel that way it's just because I didn't get a chance to be seen or heard that now I'm in defense fight or flight I'm in freezing front. I'm in anxiety mode because I wanted to be seen and heard just as badly as she wanted to be seen or heard and all of us even the worst people they have extreme trauma and yeah as much as we want to say fuck you fuck them like for fucking doing like trigger warning like sexual assault that kind of came up today while we were having a conversation and I used to hold so much judgment for myself for not saying no and for other people for taking advantage of my body and because it's happened a couple different times at school outside of school and Um, even in family settings and so I hold so much shame around that and so I kind of choked on my words when I was saying these things out loud about all that was coming up and I could have either you know said fuck you to them but I kind of realized that saying fuck you to them and sending all this hatred towards them isn't going to do anything because the only reason that they did that is because most likely they were sexually assaulted by somebody themselves so they thought it was okay to do it. Because they didn't know any better. And some people would be like, that's a fucking excuse. Like, they need to learn. But they're just as hurt as we are. And it does not give them an excuse to be a shitty person. But it does give them an excuse. Or it gives them a vantage point. Not even a vantage point. It gives them a gap of air. What's the word that I'm looking for? If you know what I'm looking for, you know what I mean. It gives them a gap of air for me to say, I forgive you. So I can forget you for myself, not for you, but for myself. I'm gonna forgive and not forget. I'm gonna let you go, release with you with love. That's it. Adios. Bye bye. That's it. Um, and so even that, like I spent so much time just being angry over those things and writing poems and posting on social media about it and wishing that I could report them or bring it up to my family, my family members that have you know done weird things towards me or whatever. And these things, I just, I no longer can hold on to for my well-being. I'm just like, it's got to go. And anger is like this deep attachment. It's like thorns in a foot. It's like, it's in there. But sadness is like water. It kind of just, it flows. It's on you. It might be sticky and then it's going to, it's going gonna, it's gonna to go. It's, it's, it's going to leave with the tides. It's going to go somewhere because water is liquid. But thorns are going to stick in there. And anger feels like thorns. It's sharp and it's spiky. But grief. Sadness. Mourning. Pain. It's just water. It's just flowing. It might be a sticky substance. But it's eventually going to move. Because it's not a solid. Anyhow. I mean, a lot of sounds on my mind. So I hope you can see my emer- imagery there. Um and also a lot of limiting beliefs came up around money and that's a really really tough subject for a lot of people a lot of us have deep money trauma actually every human on this earth has deep 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 money trauma like you talk to anybody and they're like oh yeah I have to work a 9 to 5 because god forbid i don't have fucking money <laughs> i kind of say that with a little bit of judgment um just because i'm so sick and tired of that narrative just like hearing people like Sometimes I'll share my experience, how I'm traveling and having fun. And people will project like, oh, you well, you're not going to have money. And I'm like, you know what? I'd rather have experience and not have money. I know that you're suffering right now. And I wish that I could reflect this back onto you and say, why do you care so much if you have money? But it all reverts back to their money trauma. And all reverts back to the way their parents perceived money. And how their parents perceived that money and reflected it onto the child. And so... You can't just tell somebody, get over it, because that pisses them off even more. Sometimes you just have to say, you're valid. Are you opening? Like, are you open to hearing another experience of money? And sometimes they're not ready. Sometimes they have to work that nine to five, because that's just their experience, their cards dealt in this life. And sometimes they do need to hear that tough love of a different experience for there to be a seed that's going to be planted. So kind of feel into that. Ask them for consent first about how they feel. Um, because I know sometimes I've tried to be like, well, you know, whatever my experience is, and there's like, well, you know what, blah, blah, blah. And they'll get really, really angry at me, and they're like, well, you have a better life, and this didn't happen to you as a child. And I'm just like, well, we all have trauma, and then I'll just kind of break down and be like, I've also done a lot of money healing the past two years. Um, I definitely have not as much money issues as a lot of people do. I came from a pretty financially stable family. Um, at one point I've been passed around, like, um, I'm, I was adopted, lived in like, there's a, that's a whole other story I don't even know if I want to get into, but that's the besides many problems. Um, I've, I've seen complete poverty so I can have, but I've not lived in complete poverty since I was five or like I've not lived in complete poverty since I was like four. So I can't be like, I have not seen complete poverty in my lifetime now, and I'm completely different than I was when I was a child. Um, but anyhow, I'm getting really tired. I kind of think that I want to end this podcast episode. This is just a short little one about how to see conversations between people, and there's no judgment about how anybody's going to be. Receiving this, or the way somebody's gonna show up in a conversation, don't shame anybody. Okay, <laughs> try to see things with loving eyes to the best of your ability. I know it's frustrating because sometimes people will be like, "to see things with loving eyes." Like me and my friend were at church the other day, and I don't really go to church. Haven't since I like 2019, and so I had a lot of shame around going to church because she wanted to, and she wanted me to be like her moral support. So I was like, "Okay, fine, I'll go," and. I got there and a lot of religious trauma came up. Not not even just mine, but my friends and, you know, racism and homophobia and all these hatred that was just like, and the pastor was kind of making like uh, jokes about women and stuff like that. I started just being so pissed off and I was like impatiently sitting there just like sobbing in my seat because that's the only way that I could just move through what was happening. Um... And I told my friend, she's like, why? are you, like, are you okay? Why are you crying? And I told telling her, and she was kind of just like, we'll see it with love. And I wanted so badly to be like, fuck you. Like, I just wanted to be validated. I ended up saying, like, after church, we came back home, we sat downstairs, and I was just like, I didn't like being invalidated. All I wanted to know, all I wanted to do was just be validated in my experience. And then when I was open to it, I would have said, yeah, you're right on the love. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, you know people need that church sometimes and all I can do is add love into the situation but often when we experience something we're experiencing it for a reason and don't invalidate that for yourself and try not to invalidate that for anybody else but not no matter what the emotions are saying okay step into that if you're feeling angry okay be fucking angry if you're feeling sad okay be fucking sad if you're happy let the happiness explode Have everybody feel the happiness. Let that radiate off of you. Dance, sing, shout. You know, let all that all just be something big. Because to feel this deeply means that I'm alive. To feel this vulnerable means that I'm alive. And, yeah, that's the last part of my experience that I want to share. So, remember, let go of shame. There's no shame towards anybody in the way they cope. Um, But if it makes you uncomfortable, make that a conversation with them. and nobody knows better all of us are learning have everything be a learning experience have everything be a challenge I know that's hard too been there done that said that felt that all it feels like crap sometimes all it feels good sometimes sometimes we feel like we're the smartest person in the world and sometimes we feel like we're the dumbest person in the world because we're comparing ourselves to others but just allow yourself to be empowered by whatever decision you're choosing to make in that moment and then reflect and then come back if you need to so all right divine timing beautiful i hope this reaches the right people it will reach the right people and you all are loved and seen and beautiful and no matter who you are where you are coming from you're just a magical human being and i hope that you recognize that so bye bye